Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is community, rediscovering one another. After being physically separated for more than a year, we look forward to the opportunity to reconnect and become even more the kind of community that God intends. May the power of the resurrection strengthen us on this journey. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. A reading from Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verses 36 to 47. Therefore, let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord calls to him. And he testified with many other arguments and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So those who welcomed this message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 persons were added. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. Here ends the reading. Happy Easter, friends! After our long Lenten journey, we continue to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord. As you know, Easter is a season, not simply a day. And so we continue to give thanks for new life. This new life is not limited to the faith we express in our weekly worship. It is evident all around us. We see it in the blooming of flowers and the shooting forth of new green growth. We see it in the forward progress of our communal collective response to the COVID-19 pandemic, especially in those added to the ranks of the vaccinated day by day. And we see it in our increasing ability to be with one another in physical ways, ways we've missed for the past year. The simple pleasures of shared meals, riding in the car with a friend, hugs for our loved ones, and leisurely shopping in a grocery store. All of these bring smiles to our faces and engender such a feeling of gratitude for our lives and relationships and for the providential care that God continues to show us. This celebration of new life is reflected in today's reading from Acts. To appreciate the promise of this passage, we need to set it up. The chapter begins with an account of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit descends upon the followers of Jesus, and they are able to speak in different languages such that the Jewish pilgrims who are coming in from all parts of the empire for the festival are able to understand in their own tongues. Some of those seeing this spectacle remark that the disciples must be drunk. 
Peter stands to defend himself and his fellow disciples and gives the first evangelical sermon recorded in Scripture. He begins by drawing a direct line from the prophecies of Scripture to the arrival of the Holy Spirit. He cites a passage from Joel that would have been well known to his listeners to show that the pouring out of the Spirit on sons, daughters, and even slaves is the promised sign of God's final redemption. He further quotes scripture to make his argument that Jesus is the long-awaited Messiah and his resurrection is likewise a fulfillment of prophecy. Finally, he ties the two together, saying that Jesus' resurrection is a necessary precursor to the giving of the Holy Spirit, which is being witnessed this day. Having heard Peter's defense and argument, the crowd is cut to the heart and they ask Peter what they should do. Peter says, repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. And 3,000 folks do exactly that. That is a pretty effective sermon. The church grew from 120 followers to over 3,000 in one day. I want us to think about this audience to whom Peter preached. They are diaspora Jews making pilgrimage back to Jerusalem for the festival. Many of them have been gone a long time, have acclimated themselves to their new homelands. Many may be very rusty in their mother tongue, which is why the Holy Spirit has to effect a linguistic miracle before Peter can be heard and understood. And what they are able to hear is that God's long-promised gift of the Holy Spirit is available now. The promise is for them and their children and is also for those who have yet to hear the promise or are still distant or estranged from God. The promise is for everyone in any given place and time who God calls to himself. Because Peter speaks into their lives and realities in a way that they can understand, in a way they can appropriate for themselves, they are opened to being changed. The repentance that Peter calls his listeners to refers to a change in direction and a new understanding. Peter asks his Pentecost audience to change their minds about who they believe Jesus to be. The world had failed to recognize what God was doing in Jesus, but now we are to understand who he is and embrace his authority and rule over God's creation. It is an aha moment of recognition. And when recognition happens, things cannot stay the same. This new understanding leads to new possibilities. During this Easter season, we are considering how we will emerge from our physically distanced year as a changed community of God's people. Peter was able to speak to the assembled crowd about Jesus and the Holy Spirit in ways that allowed them to recognize bigger truths about themselves and God. And this recognition initiated a change that allowed for new possibilities. May we, like Peter's audience, perceive God's action working anew, drawing us into previously unseen possibilities for ourselves and our community and the world. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God, who by the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light, grant that we, who have been raised with him, may abide in his presence and rejoice in the hope of eternal glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be dominion and praise forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 